so here we are again talking about coaching and today i'm here with yannick um Sebas sadly couldn't join us today but um yeah we're looking forward to seeing him again in our next session um, indeed shout outs to Sebas. <laughs> well and today's question is partly inspired by recent events but um <laughs> what if i have a hangover should i cancel my question um session good question <laughs> i was going to say maybe maybe i'm still hungover um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still laughing about it because you know um part of this was a joke uh because you know last time that was the event and uh you know this wasn't the coaching session that was cancelled um but there is a really real question in there that i think is quite relevant and i'm I'm so glad that we joked and then you took it up uh, because uh, what happens if I'm not in the ideal state of mind for coaching? What happens if I'm distracted or if there's something going on? Um, do I do I owe it to my clients to be in the most ideal state? And uh, hangover isn't a hangover isn't a hangover, right? Mm -hmm. So in that sense, uh, it, it could be anything. Couldn't be um, a fight you had with your partner, or you know, a stressful situation, or feeling a little bit under the weather or ill. Uh, I've had a few coaches I've been supervising who got the COVID vaccine and uh, anticipated that perhaps they might feel a little bit under the weather, and should they clear their schedule for the next two days just in case. So in that case, it's a in that sense, it's a really, really helpful question, I reckon. I also think it's a really good question, actually, you know, and, and as you're just speaking there, I think there's almost like lots of directions. You know, I think you can really make the case for and against almost. So I'm really curious to, to, to start a conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where well, do we start, right? Where do we what, start? I guess, what's the extent? Where's the threshold, I think, is the important question, because mm -hmm. what's, what's an ideal state to coach in? We want to be present right? We don't want to be distracted. Um, is it ever possible to be 100% present and 100% non-distracted? Um, to what extent uh, do events that are with us play into it? And at what threshold is it no longer appropriate to coach mm. somebody? Because we always have something distracting us, right? Has something happens outside the window, like there was a bird earlier, um, and I can see it from the window, and I'm like, part of me is distracted. That bird could also be a slight headache, for example. Mm -hmm. If I have a slight headache, I don't think it affects how I coach. Usually I just get drawn into the conversation and I'm fully yeah. present. Mm -hmm. But occasionally I might notice that the headache is still there, um, and I just you know put that in my box or like manage it what's the threshold after which it's no longer appropriate yeah i mean you know what, what's that quote with great something comes great responsibility no with great power comes great responsibility I mean, not... <laughs> with great hangover comes great responsibility <laughs> <laughs> i mean certainly no i mean you know yes i think that threshold mark is really interesting to explore you know on, on, a, on at another level you know for coaches who are here listening to this it's kind of also the question of like you know like what kind of how does being a coach impact our wider lifestyle and kind of like what's the demand it makes of us and kind of what does it ask of us to maintain in terms of like lifestyle and routine and stuff to kind of show up in the best way possible for our clients so that's kind of intuitively kind of my, where my mind goes with the question um so but yeah but uh, I'm also really interested in kind of this threshold perspective so mm. if you, you want to kind of elaborate on that or 
Yeah, I mean, what what it makes me think about is uh, routines ahead of a coaching session, and I, I believe we had a we had an episode on that at some point, um, where we check in with us, uh, with ourselves, and just ground ourselves, and you know, so that we can be fully present. <laughs> and pain is an interesting thing, right? Because pain really draws our attention to it. Um, but then there's different kinds of pain. You know, if it's a slight headache, is that the kind of pain that would distract me from being present. You know, I would want to know, um, is this likely to draw my attention away? Mm -hmm. And if it's constantly drawing my attention away or even quite regularly, then perhaps it's not a good state to coach in. Um, to what extent is that going to influence the client? It might also depend on the client. What kind of client is this? Is this the client that is not particularly aware of what's going on with me as a coach? Or is this one of those super perceptive clients that will definitely pick up on something is a bit different today with my coach? Mm -hmm. What would happen if I say, oh yeah, I've got a, I've got a slight headache. So, you know, um, is that okay? Would that be appropriate to say? Mm -hmm. If I have a headache and it's bothering me and it's taking my attention away, personally, I know how headaches affect me and I know my threshold. So I know this is the kind of headache where I have to clear my day. Mm -hmm. And this is the kind of headache that I'll forget after two minutes into the conversation because I'm just really drawn in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, that touches on that kind of idea of personal responsibility, really. It's kind of knowing yourself well enough to kind of be able to gauge and to be honest, I think, also about the fact um, of where, you know, where you are perhaps borderline still incompetent where maybe even a situation of you know something that's affected you could be relevant and contribute almost in some ways to the conversation mm -hmm. maybe take it to new places to be open not to be so kind of self-judging or kind of self-critical in a way mm -hmm. you know de depending on what the pain is that we're talking about yeah but on the other hand you know th so thinking of my situation uh, that we've alluded to uh, abundantly from the other week you know <laughs> i was i was certainly um debilitated you know and, and that was absolutely <laughs> unplanned and you know i i was very diligent and texted the night before saying see you guys tomorrow and then i had just a complete brain fart if you if you will <laughs> and completely forgot about my commitment and and just had my first fun night out since covid in a long long time anyway apologies for that but um you know it, it was clear to me that my showing up would yeah wouldn't wouldn't be fair to anyone really um and wouldn't mm. wouldn't contribute or benefit anyone so and I think, you know, certainly thinking of usual kind of scheduled client meetings, I think that's somewhere where certainly I'd never let it get to that point. But I would also probably, mm -hmm. I would personally, I tend to schedule my weeks in alignment with my work commitment and responsibilities because I just simply know how I want to show up and what that demands of me. And for me, kind of physical and mental mm -hmm. well-being, which I invest a lot of energy into kind of to, to show up in, in the best way possible. Like that's kind of something I've committed to as a person yeah. in my coaching, but, you know, realistically, we're all humans. We're all kind of swayed by unexpected events, by our kind of own hum humanity of being vulnerable and having swaying mm -hmm. emotions as well as kind of, you know, having a social life and commitments and, you know, to what extent do you let that infringer have to kind of manage that around mm -hmm. a career or a profession in which you 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 know part of what you um bring to your work is kind of showing up in that clear-headed and very present and open way i think that's really mm -hmm. interesting 
Yeah, and it's also important, I think, to take into consideration what's at stake and how do we um, how do we present it? How do we have that conversation? For example, it's different if that's a client that has something really important and it's time sensitive. And if you were to cancel the session, it has a big impact on the client um, versus maybe a supervision client or somebody where the coaching is more of a sounding board. And um, so I think that's something to take into account, but I think it's mostly important how we have that conversation. For example, you just, you've just been very honest about it and we really appreciated that. And actually we have a really good conversation now because you were so open about it. Um, if you say, um, well, I just got really drunk yesterday and I forgot about my sessions tomorrow, maybe that can impact the coaching relationship. Mm. Um, you know, how seriously is that coach taking the relationship? If you've been spot on the whole time and then you say, hey, look, I, I, I fucked up, you know, or I made a mistake um, and uh, I, I, I want to be 100% present with you. And I think today I make it to about 85 and I believe that's not enough for you. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I would like to cancel the session unless you tell me, I don't really mind, you know, but it's really important that I talk to this uh, today. I think if we have that as part, if we set it up as part of a conversation mm -hmm. rather than us saying no or yes, then uh, I think we can use the philosophy of letting the client take the lead uh, to, to allow the client to make a decision. If it's still a decision, you know, last time for you, it was, it was not a conversation because, you know, you knew <laughs> and, uh, you know, part of me was when Sivash as well, we're kind of tempted to have it and see <laughs> what it's like. That would have been cruel. That would have been cruel and, and very mute for everyone from Lee, <laughs> but maybe funny to watch. Yeah. So uh, the way we communicate it, we can communicate it uh, showing our values and our commitment and our dedication and uh, that we're really sorry and we really wanted to, but that, you know, we want to do this properly if we do it. And I think probably clients really appreciate that. Whenever I had to cancel a session and I laid out why that, that was um, important, uh, I've never, it usually strengthened the relationship rather than uh, yeah. what I sometimes was worried about, uh, break something. Nice. The yeah, other th oh. the other thing that I was thinking about was uh, it doesn't have to be a hangover, right? Some things uh, are just like they just happen. Mm. And I'm wondering about, for example, uh, menstrual cramps or period cramps or pains. You know, I'm not something that I experience, but certainly something that I've heard from clients that I've been working with. They're like, I'm not sure if I can do today's session because you know it's a bit unpredictable, or you know, in the in the days before, I, I'm just in a very different state of mind, and yeah. uh, it's more difficult for me to do this or that or the other. So I know it can affect us and, uh, you know, some of it is affects regularly. And, um, like, I wonder what that's like for you, or there's going to be a lot of coaches out there who might be wondering what if I, if I, if I, if my mood changes or mm. what if my, if I, if I'm in pain, um, is it still mm. okay to go ahead with the coaching? So, you know, you're here. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm very, I'm very grateful that I don't suffer from, it sounds like we're speaking specifically about menstrual related kind of discomforts. Um, so yeah, but I imagine if, if that was something that I knew I was going to have on a regular basis, I imagine I would somewhat kind of schedule or cater for that by kind of, you know, um, changing my, my schedule that week. Uh, potentially to kind of anticipate anticipating that I think you know that's the best we can ever do or if we have a very busy week with you know a, a wedding or a big birthday or you know something that is kind of something that in a way you know 
I guess we shouldn't have to like compromise and, and um, like of all of our social kind of good things in our lives, right? So occasionally we just have to kind of cater and plan ahead or uh, around that. I mean, I, I think um, something that on the other hand has affected me more personally, it's just kind of, I, I feel like in the last year, I've just had an unfortunate series of life events. And that's definitely caused me to kind of gradually have to step back in a way because I realized that I just couldn't show up in the way that I would want to and would demand of mm. myself for my clients. And I think, you know, that's an interesting, or that was very difficult for me because I was at the at a point where I was just really starting to take off and I was really kind of invested in feeling so kind of happy and excited and had put so much energy into building the momentum and then to have to kind of pull myself back gradually mm. a, as a result of just unfortunate and unforeseen circumstances, that's really kind of felt like a bit of a... Of a you know, that's really kind of halted that kind of energy behind it, but I think is a good, was a good choice and was necessary for me. You know, I just had that sense of kind of, you know, who do I want to be as a coach and how do I want to show up and what do I want to give to my clients? And is that realistic for me to demand of myself and to be able to provide right now? And I just had to be honest at one point and say like, no, right now that's not possible. And I'm just going to wait till things kind of, you know, rebalance. And I feel like I can come back in full energy. So, you know, that's another example of, I think it's just, you know, knowing yourself well enough and knowing kind of what it is you, who you want to be as a coach and then just kind of um, having to, to work around that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Um, so, yeah, this was a much richer conversation than initially I had thought. <laughs> it all started I, with a hangover. Yeah, yeah, right. A hangover can be a fantastic learning experience. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> I definitely learned yeah. my lesson. Don't get hangover on a school night. <laughs> uh, it's never too late to learn. Um, thank you, Nikki, for uh, being open uh, about, you know, bringing that in, which started as a joke and actually turned out to be uh, a really cool conversation. Uh, thank you. Anything else that you would want to add? I think we're, I think we're done here. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think I'm happy. Cool. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you. Um, I'd love to hear uh, you guys' mm. stories out there. If anybody's got a, a story about uh, similarly related things or just your stance on um, when to cancel sessions, when is, where is your personal threshold? Uh, we're always curious about, you know, your views because we don't want to just talk about coaching the two or three of us. This is supposed to start conversations. So uh, have those conversations. If you have them with us, fantastic. Uh, if you have them with colleagues, fantastic. If you have them with yourself, excellent so um do it talk about it <laughs> i'd love to hear actually has anyone ever had their best coaching session ever whilst on a hangover i mean you know can't rule out that possibility some people it really kind of works for them so let us know cool see ya thank you for being with us today i appreciate your commitment to learning and growing as a coach just a few things before you go. First of all, we're doing this for you, so if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, do send us a question. Secondly, we're not doing this for profit, so we rely on your support to help us reach as many coaches as we can. So if you can send this episode to a friend or tell a fellow coach uh, about what we're doing here, maybe you can subscribe or leave us a review, or even support us on Patreon. Um, that would be amazing. And lastly, you can find us across all major platforms, so uh, whether you like to watch or you like to listen or you like to download episodes and listen to it uh, in your car while you're driving through somewhere with no internet, uh, you can do so too. Um, and that's it from us. Thank you and I hope to see you next time.